You're listening to the Trailblazers Podcast, episode 47 with Lucinda Cross. You're listening to the Trailblazers Podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Trailblazers Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hart. On today's episode, I am so excited to welcome Lucinda Cross. Now, for those of you guys who don't know Lucinda, she's a multifaceted, powerful woman in this space. She's done a couple TEDx talks, so go check them out. I have them up on the show notes page at tbpod.com. But Lucinda is a master coach. She's a best-selling author, award-winning speaker, just a woman, a teacher with a ton of energy. And she really is able to kind of help you both on the personal and professional development tips And she's responsible for the brand Activate and Activate Your Life today. On today's episode, we talked a ton about vision boarding and just setting goals and being able to do the right things to accomplish your goals. And I thought this was a great episode to help close out 2016 and get you guys, you know, positioning your minds right and ready for what's to come in 2017. So without any further delay, let's go ahead and dive right into today's episode. Make sure you have your Evernote open or notepad ready to take some notes because you're about to have a ton of knowledge dropped in this episode. Here's today's guest, Lucinda Cross. Lucinda, welcome and thanks for joining us on today's episode. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited. (laughs) So am I. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I know you're going to help us blaze our trail into next year using some of your wisdom and knowledge that you're about to share with our community. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. That's I came to activate. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So one of the things we love to do here on the Trailblazers podcast is begin every episode from a place of gratitude. I'd love you to share what you're most grateful for in your life right now. I'm grateful for a peace of mind. Mm. I remember there was a point where there was just so much going on that I couldn't even see my way out. So I'm just grateful to have a peace of mind right now. Yes. So important, right? Yes. Can't operate without it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So, you know, as I was, I was looking over your story and um, Lucinda, as I I will share in our, in our bio and show notes, um, she's done an amazing job of, of being a TEDx speaker. And I was, I was looking at uh, your, your TEDx talk, creating a We Nation. Mm. And there's three powerful words that I heard you say, uh, rebuild, restore, reinvent. And I'm not sure of the actual date of your TEDx, but this was your call to action. And listen, as, as I look around, as we look around right now in our communities today, be it digital or physical, there's a sense of lost hope and a mm. feeling that is more that, you know, we need more, right? To help with the healing of our communities, of our society, of our nation. But I don't feel like much is happening, right? Yes. And, um, you know, watching your TEDx had me thinking of the need for a we nation mindset mm-hmm. um, because, you know, we... We should all be looking right at next year with this mindset towards achieving our best year ever and not really worrying and fretting and and holding back. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'd love you to start us off tonight and give me your take on on what it will take 
for us to be able to, to rebuild, restore, and reinvent. Oh my goodness, you have this so down. Like, I mean, I can, you, you've listened to the video and <laughs> I'm just glad that you were able to grab the, the main point of, of what I was trying to convey in creating a We Nation. And it's based on my own frustrations because we hear change and it, you really don't see as much movement unless something really drastic happens mm-hmm. or is affected to, uh, affecting one a particular individual or class. Um, but I, I think when we, as a people, whether you're brown, green, yellow, orange, purple, yes. a unicorn, what have you, mermaid, you know, everybody has a title now. <laughs> um, no, seriously, but no matter who, you know, we as a people, we have to look at all of these issues that are happening as our issues. It's not something that's their issue. It's our, it's our issue. And if we begin to pay attention because everybody's into the me mindset, well, if this is not affecting me, you know, my family's not affected by it. Well, somebody else lost a son mm. and there's a certain level of injustice, but there's a voice that we can lend as uh, as a mother, a brother, uh, someone in the community, someone who just respects the fact of being that we're all human beings, you yes. know, so lending our voice is the beginning, whether you are going through it, have gone through it um, and realizing that we are a community and their problem is our problem. Our par- problem is their problem. It's not a, a me thing. No one's in this by themselves. And I think that's where the 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 creation of this we nation cannot just uh, start but continue the the protests have to continue the voices have to continue showing up has to continue so all of this is um is a starting point when we look at what is the most pressing issues because we each have our own burdens that we lay on our own hearts right. you know for me it's men being inco- falsely incarcerated that's mm-hmm. something that has burdened me since i was like 12 i'm praying for them and and didn't even know what was going on um children young children being uh abused sexually and physically that's something that bothered me have i been affected by it no but it's still something that i still lend my voice to and show right. up for um so that's just an example of how to get started and continue yes yes i appreciate you sharing that this next year is fast approaching and mm-hmm. you know i know you're a big believer in in vision boarding mm-hmm. and you actually host some of the most amazing vision board parties and <laughs> for those that maybe are listening that aren't yet hip to this idea just yet <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's start off by maybe having you explain what a vision board is Yes, a vision board. Oh my goodness, I love them. They are something <laughs> that inspires me. A vision board is where you put your goals, G O A L S, your goals in living color in front of your face. What does your next look like? And so you can cut out and get yourself in the energy of already receiving the desires um, mm. of your heart. And it also helps in terms of planning and, and planning for success and setting yourself up for success um, despite what you are going through and your current situation. And it's it, some people call, consider it a collage. They call it their dream board. They put their dreams up there. Some people call it their passion board, their faith board, uh, whatever you call it. This vision board allows you to place your vision, take it out of your mind, take it out of your heart and put it in living color in front of you so that you can see what's next for you. And it's, it's a fun exercise. Right. No, this is great. I love, I love, 
love the idea because I'm a visual person as well, you mm-hmm. know, so I love to see things right in front of me. And it's mm-hmm. a little bit more interesting based on the way you explain it just now than me just writing out goals, right? Yes. Um, though I'm, I'm a very task-oriented person. I ask most of these trailblazers that listen to me day in and day out, they, they hear me <laughs> talk about Asana and Evernote till they're probably sick. <laughs> but, you know... I have a couple thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm thinking, okay, you know, this looks pretty, but how's it actually going to help me achieve my goals in got the it. coming year? Got it, got it, got it. Now that's that's the tricky part because everyone, right. well, my vision board didn't work for me last year. Mm. Here's the or thing. you didn't work it's, the vision board. <laughs> right, you didn't work the vision board. It's not, you know, it's not a Ouija board. You're not putting it up there and it's saying, you know, go to the left at 12 o'clock. No, it, this thing, you have to, it's not the vision board that's, and I share it all the time. It's not the vision board that's the problem. It's the visionary. Wow. And so the vision, Re- repeat everything. Repeat that one that, more time for me. Listen. <laughs> it's not the vision board that's the problem. It's the visionary. Amen. Because <laughs> everything that we are surrounded by, everything, if you just stop, those who are listening, and look around, everything that you see, that you touch, started from someone's vision, whether they called it a blueprint, whether they called it a structure, the building that you're in, the house that you're living in, it all started with a vision. We are um, an example of what God's vision board looks like, you know, as as people. Mm -hmm. So this thing, everything that has been created has started with someone's mind. So it's your job as the visionary to say, okay, I put this wonderful, um, I put this house up on my vision board. This is, I want to get a house for 2017. So now what is the action steps that you need to take? And people forget about the steps and the work that's required. So the house is not just going to drop in your lap. Now your dream house is calling you just as much as you're calling it. I remember Mm -hmm. reading a quote before, and and now it's my quote because I don't, you know, I took my own pieces (laughs) and added to it. Right. (laughs) But the uh, the quote is, the dream has chosen you more than you have chosen it. And that's a beautiful thing to know that your dreams want you just as much as you want it. Your vision wants to come to fruition for you just as much as you want to see it for yourself. But a lot of people forget to do the work. You can't just slap a picture up on the board. That's nice. But what are you going to do to get there? What are the steps that you're going to take? And a lot of it has to do with mindset over money. Love this. So what would I actually need, right, in order to to begin to to put a vision board together? One, I would say get some of your favorite music. Right. <laughs> you get a poster board. So you have to get in a vibe. Get in a vibe. Pull out ah. your candles. If your candles, incense, whatever would set you to relax right. and to release the stress and the worries of the world and just put yourself in that mode. Your supplies, mm-hmm. markers, scissors, magazines, your favorite magazines, if travel. I always say when you're starting your first vision board, you focus on your Fab Five, your faith, your family, your friends, your finances, and fitness. fitness. Faith, family, friends, finances, and fitness. Love that. Mm, your Fab Five. And this is the, a great way to get started if you don't know where to start with a vision board, because you'll, it'll allow you to, one, put your main goal that you want to have accomplished for the year. So for 2017, this main goal out of everything else, 
Maybe you want more love in your life. Maybe you want more vacations, more free time. Maybe you're looking to get that promotion. Whatever that big goal is, make sure that it's big um, and it's your ultimate goal. And then focus on those fab five areas. What could you do more? What do you desire more within your faith, your family, your friends, your finances, and your fitness? Finances, you could want to save more. Finances, you may want to get out of debt. So everything that you'll put on your board in terms of finances would be debt-free, would be uh, maybe you may write Write yourself a check. Right. You wow. know, Jim Carrey did Jim that for Carrey, himself. Yep. Yeah. Ten yes, million you know. dollar check for Domo and Domo, I think. Exactly. Yep. Right. Yep. And so it it these are the things that you put on your board and it helps you to stay focused. Um, it helps you to stay focused. So scissors, glue, markers, um, stickers, affirmation cards, maybe a favorite scripture, definitely a picture of yourself or put your loved ones on there. You also want to have maybe some construction paper, some colorful paper for women. You may want glitter for guys. You just may want to just have like a nice plain manly board, you know, but, um, you decorate your board and it's not something that you do overnight. It's something that you continue to work on Mm. maybe month after month and you revisit this thing. Maybe you may look at your board once a day. Maybe you'll look at it once a week on a Sunday. Maybe you'll visit it the times that you're feeling hopeless and you're like, oh my gosh, things are not going my way. You can look at your board and say, wait a minute, there's purpose on this board. Which one am I going to go for uh, today to become better? So it's kind of like an anchor point, like a compass point, right? Like it's helping Mm. you to kind of see what's pointing, where's north? Right. Oh God. Yes. Oh, right. I mean, if you take that, that's good right there. It's the compass. Ah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I love about what you said about the Fab Five more than anything, right? <laughs> Is I feel like it was maybe about three or four years ago that I actually had this revelation, if you will, <laughs> where I was like, you know what? All too often when we have the 10 goals that we want to achieve for the new year, all too often people set these goals and they're very selfish goals. They're very me goals. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that you brought up family and friends. I had one goal this year and it was really centered around the Trailblazers podcast. I just wanted to see this thing come to life. And it had everything to do with me pouring out into others. Mm, Right? Love it. And as a result, it's fulfilled so much in me, but it's, it's helped so many people, you know, so I challenge people to kind of really take this Fab Five because it, there is a lack of balance in just thinking of just yourself or just others, right? Yes. And you're touching on some of the other important things with fitness that you have to take care of yourself, right? So I, I love that. I really, really do. You know, I want to get a little bit deeper with you. Right. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I'm sure you're using the vision board more than anything to, to kind of help with the clarity, right? And, mm-hmm. and and this visual inspiration, as as you echoed a minute ago, you know, to help us pursue our goals. But I, I'm curious to know maybe if you could share a specific strategy or technique that you implemented this year with your vision boarding that really helped you, you know, as we look at the end of the year here, right? It really helped you to actually achieve your biggest goals on your board for this year. Like, was there wow. anything that really helped? One of the things that really has helped me was to get uh, to get focused because what what will end up what end up happening for me, I'll start to see uh, many of the things on my vision board manifest. Mm. And so then I'll get so excited in the manifestation part that I may miss certain elements that are really important that keeps the train going, so to speak, in terms of myself. So as I'm watching the goals um, come to fruition, 
I'm not taking care of myself, so to speak, to slow down and smell the roses. So now I, I'm in more, more, more. Oh my gosh, this is happening. So Great. You're moving more. on and adding yeah. to your play. You're yeah. just replacing the next goal without actually having like mini victories. Exactly. Uh-huh. And so now it's just like, okay, this happened. So now let's let this happen. And now I'm going to work right. towards this. And so I became an overachiever to where I was being burnt out. Wow. And you don't want to do that because you miss the blessings and you miss the connections that you make along the way. And I had to backtrack and say thank you and Mm -hmm. backtrack and just be grateful and backtrack and send cards and emails. I appreciate you for showing up and supporting and not getting so caught up in the success after success after success. That's great. But when you get there and you're clapping and all you hear is two hands clapping, that's not fun. I prefer to feel the hugs of, oh my gosh, we did. And so they were waiting for me to come back and say, thank you. I appreciate you instead of slapping another large goal on the board and another large goal and another large goal. So gratitude um, for me was something that was major that I learned this year to have a higher level of gratitude. I'm always grateful. I'm always humble. But when you start to achieve more, it's going to require greater faith, greater humility, and greater gratitude. So one of the main things that I was able mm-hmm. to accomplish this year on my board, I've been seeking this sponsor. And so year after year, I would put the sponsor on my board and I would put the sponsor on my board and I would put the sponsor on my board, but not making a real connection. And so I made a connection, a real connection with the sponsor, not just a high hello, but really stepped out of my shell and really put myself out there and being vulnerable, swallowing my pride to say, Not, hey, look at me, I've done such great work these past years, you should want to join me, but how can I support and be of service? And just showing up with empty hands and not asking for anything, open the door for for my main sponsor to cover my full conference this year that just passed in September. You know, this is great. You just teed me up here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'd love to hear maybe, you know, what, what, what can you say that'll help or still take the action towards achieving those big goals, despite that that fear that stands in the way of us even taking that step. Absolutely. I say feel the fear and, and do, do it, it anyway. anyway. <laughs> really, it. Yeah. you have to, I, I, I have a video, uh, it's, it's so old, but it's just so relevant on YouTube. And I say, you know, I have to, I had to learn to eat fear for breakfast because mm. I had a fear of rejection that was horrible to the point that I would not even ask or put myself out there because I did not want to be rejected. And it stemmed from me being the oldest the only girl and constantly being pushed to the side. And I had to get over that and say, you're a grown woman now. How long are you going to hold on to that 12-year-old girl, 13, 14, 15-year-old girl who had to get pushed to the side because she had three younger brothers who were adorable and they needed mommy's attention. And they sometimes I had to take seconds, thirds and last because the way things were set up. But how long am I going to hold on to this? Am I going to allow this to stop me from being successful? And once I had a deep conversation with myself to get over myself, I said, Lucinda, you're going to have to eat fear for breakfast. Rejection is not bad. Take it, let your stomach hurt, feel sick about it, but you just got to keep moving forward. And as as easy as it sounds, it was hard, it is. but fear you know, for me now, it's once I feel it, I know I'm on to something. If I don't feel that fear, that queasiness, that mm-hmm. mind tricks, the games, the, I've self-sabotaged myself to the point that I was broke. 
I have tried perfectionism to the point where my lights were turned off and my car was towed. Wow. So once you get frustrated enough with fear, mm-hmm. you look at that thing and say, hold on, let me put you on a piece of bread, fold you up and eat you real quick because I have to keep moving because I don't, I fear being broke now. I fear, you know, the fact that I would allow a fear to take over. I fear where I just left. So that is fueling me to push forward. Yes. <laughs> I am loving this episode, let me tell you. <laughs> no, this is this is real. This very podcast was a thought in my mind three years ago, and it took me until February this year to launch it. Oftentimes I ask myself, how much further along would we have been had I taken action then? Mm, right? Absolutely. And, you know, at so, and to your point, you know, you kind of have to get to where either somebody pushes you off the ledge that you're, you're standing on or you just get fed up. You get tired of yep. being tired and you, you actually take that action. <laughs> um, so you hit the nail on the head there for sure. You know, are, are there other tips or wisdom that, you know, you'd like to share to help us, you know, get out of planning mode when the vision board is done to begin to, as Lucinda likes to say, activate the mm-hmm. results <laughs> that we so badly desire? Absolutely. Understanding that you cannot tell everybody about your your vision and your dream. I keep my, my vision board up in my living room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but and I keep it up in my living room because I don't have strange energy in my house, meaning yes. non-dreamers, non-believers, vis- uh, non-visionaries, uh, critis- critics um, and people who are uh, have the lack mindset. And so I gave myself permission to put it up so my family can see because they will need, I need their support. And if it's just my vision board, my, my, my vision board, then I will be in my own world. But if they are able to see how I've incorporated the future of our family and now it encourages them to do their own, you know, my husband, he'll say, okay, what's going on for us for the year, babe? You know, so he will, you know, he'll crack jokes, but ultimately I'll put the vision together, but we're one, but it's up so that we can see where we're going. Um, but I, you can't, I don't share it with everybody. I'd rather have the people watch me do what I do. Yes. Watch the manifestation than me tell you what's about to be manifested. Yes. That's that's between me, God, and the people that I trust, um, such as yourself and, and, and those who are listening, because I believe that you're connected with leaders, teachers, and visionaries. But, you know, it's we have to be careful with who we share the vision with, because some people, not not that they mean harm. They just talk you off are, the ledge. Yeah. yeah. They'll talk you off the ledge because that's all they're used to. Right. Right. They're, they're, they're non-dreamers. Their own so fears. They, yeah. Right. So yeah. they don't, they don't mean to say, you know, this is not going to work for you, but they're scared for you. They're scared that you may make it and forget them. They're scared that you may do something that may upset you and it may not work, you know? So there's so many different fears that people put on you and you, I have my own fears that I'm trying to get over. I don't need to worry about my best friend's fears, my aunt Sally's fears, uncle Bob <laughs> and my man, you know, that's just too much fears. <laughs> But that's what happens. We start to share our visions and our dreams with everybody who's not in alignment, expecting them to give us answers to something that only we have the answers to. I so. couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I could not agree with you more. And you know what? To add to that, one of the things I've learned to do is to at least get to the point where I have tremendous clarity. Mm, there you go. Exact, that's it. Because I think part of the fear piece yes. is the fear of the unknown. 
mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. it, it's your your questioning, you know, like this is an idea, but I don't know if it can get done. And so the first person that comes along and says, "This is a garbage <laughs> idea," mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? You must be right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I like to actually, you know, flesh out my ideas. And as you said, you know, speak them. If I'm going to talk about the idea, which which is is important, right, for mm-hmm. market research very purposes. Important. Very Right. But I speak to either who the, the, the idea is going to serve or I speak to the people that are in my mastermind, in my network of yes. wanting to help me kind of see this idea through. And, you know, I will work to get clarity to prove that what I'm going to do, I'm actually going to do. That's Once right. I know I'm going to do it, I don't care who sees the board. That's I don't right. see who, care who sees the goal. <laughs> That's right. I'll share it with the world, yep. you know. But I think a big piece of that is the clarity piece. You know, you really need to make sure you're sure. And right. then, you know, then share it with the world. And and at that point, you're ready to take take on the objections and, and speak to them or just not speak to them and keep moving on, right? That's right. That's love right. It. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Lucinda, I would love to have you share some of your most treasured tools and resources. It's a part of the podcast. You know, I'd love for you to to maybe share what's one book that you've read that's inspired you most. Oh my gosh. I love the T.D. Jakes, he has a book mm. called Reposition Yourself, mm. Living Life Without Limits. That book is amazing. It will help to push you. It talks about just just going, even going against some of those fears that you have and just getting in alignment. So it's called Reposition Yourself, Living Life Without Limits by Bishop T.D. Jakes. Nice. I'll definitely be adding that to the queue. Lucinda, what's something small that you've done this month that you're proud of? Wow, you know what? I, I'm proud that I've been consistent mm. with, with my workout regimen. I've wow. been consistent with, yeah, because I, I love food. So, <laughs> you know, for me to be consistent with making sure that my health and my body is staying active and I'm getting to bed on and, and getting enough rest, right. that right there is key. I'm, I do want to mes- mention my book. I forgot. My yes. book is a good book because it goes with the vision board process. Activate your vision. That's the, the new book that I have out. Activate your vision, how to take the vision off the board and into your life. That's one tool that I highly recommend. Not just because I wrote it, but because it's something that I wish that I had when I was creating my vision. Girl, it's a good selfish plug. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Get it in there. So I'd love to have your name on online resource. It could be an app, a software or tool that you use every day and you can't live without it. Oh my gosh, this is going to sound selfish. There's there's an app called cash.me. 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 I've never heard of this. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in business, and I'll tell you why, because I'm a vision, a, vi- a person who is vi- very visual and audio, right? Cash.me, when you're like, my products are connected to Cash.me. And so you hear when money's being deposited, it makes this cha-ching sound on your phone. So it'll say ching, ching. And so it lets you know <laughs> you've got some money. So it's not like looking into your PayPal and it says notification of money. You literally hear it. So no matter where you're at, you'll hear your phone make this nice ching sound and it's cha-ching, cha-ching. And you're like, oh my God, I just got some. So to me, that's like a good motivator and it's a great app, but it's cash.me. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is a good one. That is a good one. I have to check this out. Yes. 
So Lucinda, before we wrap up, I'd love to invite you to share one action that all our aspiring trailblazers listening to you right now should commit to this week to help them blaze your trail. My goodness, in order to blaze your trail outside of creating your vision board, that's that's number one. Number two is to just start to declutter. Declutter your cell phones, declutter your closet. Pick one thing that needs decluttering so that something else in your life can open up. Mm. Trust me, it works. Declutter something. It, it, your cabinets, your refrigerator, your closets, your shoes, your clothes, your car, your truck, your, your emails, you know, even your Facebook friends, whatever. Pick one <laughs> thing that you're going That's to right. declutter. Yes. And because I do think that we hoarder so much, um, so much, so many things. Oh, mm-hmm. This will really help you to, to just get closer to clarity love it love it listen i could talk to you for the rest of the night man <laughs> i love this conversation we're like minds yes um, you know i i just want to say thank you so very much for taking me up on this offer to come on to the podcast and share your 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 mindset towards vision boarding and i'm excited for everyone you know to to, to be able to to look at this as a way to set goals coming into the new year to be able to visually see kind of what you would like to step into and to take action towards that. And, you know, I'm going to begin working on on mine for, I've been working through my 2017 goals, but I love the idea of the visual piece. Uh, Like I said, I'm I'm one that, you know, I've pretty much documented much of what I'm going to do next year in Evernote. I love Evernote, yes. But, you know, I love the idea of putting this up on 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 the wall you know on a board and so you might be the tipping point that got me to to take action on that (laughs) awesome awesome yes so you know tell us how we can stay connected to you and 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 how maybe how you know those listening might want to take part in one of these vision parties of your vision board parties of yours how can we stay connected and 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 connect with you on that Everything is on my site at lucindacross.com. I have awesome. virtual vision board parties. I actually have one coming up um, in a week or so, a virtual one where we're actually doing it together. You, you're able to see me and it's a lot of fun. Nice. Um, but most of the information is at lucindacross.com and I love to play on Instagram and Twitter. Those are my hubs. Um, so connect with me there as well on Lucinda Cross. You may see my last name, uh, married name, Lucinda Cross OTT, but definitely connect with me um, on my website. Fantastic. And for everyone listening, we're going to put all the resources that Lucinda shared on our show notes page at tvpod.com. Lucinda, thank you so very much. Really, really appreciated having you here. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm excited to be a part of this platform. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tvpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved 
to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday by about 5 a.m. Eastern. Trailblazers, jump off this podcast today. Go find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Cheers.